Welcome to Branching Out, a podcast presented by the reporters and editors of the Acorn Newspapers, offering you a closer look at the news in your community. Hello and welcome to another episode of Branching Out. This is Monday, March 16th, and we are doing a show that we just couldn't have predicted a month ago that we would uh, even be going anywhere near, and that is the coronavirus and its impact on our local communities, which has just been happening at an incredible rate. We're here to calm things. Um, there's certainly been a lot of activity and people, a lot of misinformation being spread. This is not a time to lose your head. It's a time to stay calm and really realistically assess where you're getting your information from yes. and how you're responding to this. So with that said, let's talk coronavirus. So we are going to be sharing some statistics today, but as you know, this is changing very rapidly. So, um, you know, this is all going to be recent uh, as of Friday, March 13th. There you go. Uh, um, but we're also going to be trying to get some details out about um, all the five communities that we cover. And um, I mean, at this point, most, I mean, it's fair to say, right, most of the cities are, in terms of the government facilities, are, are shutting down. They're, seeing they're taking steps, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the big, the biggest thing is social distancing. And I, I saw it, I'm not going to quote it as eloquently as it was written, but somebody wrote something on Twitter saying, like, if social distancing works, everything that we're doing will be seen in retrospect as an overreaction, but that's because it will have worked. Yeah. You know? No, I think you got that right. Yeah. I mean, again, the, the stakes are so high. People are saying, you know, what... Um, what is the downside of being practical and listening to some of this advice? All, uh, some of this advice, although again, it's 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 just changing how we do everything in our daily lives. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm a big handshake guy. Um, Ian doesn't like it. I mean, I'm, I'm no. I just don't like when you come well, up yeah. and rub my shoulders. Oh, yeah, at my I put desk. my hands on. You know, that's I'm, creepifying. I'm, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's creepy. But it's something. You know, as as a person who gets. You know, maybe in that personal space a little bit. I've you've been changing my habits a lot there. Um, you know, I'm a guy who goes out and eats and is out in public all the time. So uh, just a lot to think about. So let's uh, let's get into the situation. Uh, I think the biggest local impact immediately um, is, is what's going on at our schools. Yep. And so yesterday, um, really all this information came within 48 hours. Credit to our, our school districts for seemingly getting on the same page. Yeah. You know, we didn't have to deal with 10 different announcements at 10 different times. Um, so it started actually with uh, the district out in your area. That was Las Virginis Unified, uh, which made its announcement, I think, early on Thursday. Uh, initially said they were going to be, um, teachers were going to be coming in Monday and Tuesday to discuss distance learning, how students will continue to learn while, while classes are out. Well, already by today, they've changed that decision. Now they're officially saying campuses, school facilities will completely be closed for the next two weeks beginning Monday. So today, I guess. Yeah, uh, they still have plans to do online learning. I spoke to Superintendent uh, Dan Stepanowski earlier today, and he said they're looking into like uh, Facebook Live or Zoom or other means of keeping kids in the classroom, which, mm -hmm. the, you know, the digital classroom. Yep. Um, but it's nothing like what the colleges. I mean, I think it's important to point out the differences there, right? Well, I mean, colleges tend to have that infrastructure in place anyway. already. Yeah. Versus, I mean, the fact that Las Virginis is discussing using Facebook Live to do this kind of it shows mm -hmm. like not. And this isn't denigrating them. It's like, hey, you're taking advantage of the opportunities that are out there and making sure kids are still have the option of learning. Yep. Versus, like, well, throwing their hands up in the air. But I mean, why would they have if if eight months ago 
they had gone to the voters and said, hey, we want to implement an online-only learning system just yeah. in case this happens, people would have laughed. Them. So that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great point. Um, so, yeah, so it's um, so that started. And then um, later last night around 6 o'clock, uh, after the county of Ventura officially declared a local health emergency, we started to hear from all the local school districts we cover um, that they're going to be closed. And it sounds like there's basically we're hearing two things, either – They've announced they're closing all of next week or all of this week. Um, mm-hmm. So no classes through Friday of this week through the... That would be the 20th. Through the 20th. Jeez, we need a calendar in here. Can we get a calendar in here? Um, uh, or they're just saying we're out for two weeks yeah. uh, completely, and then they'll reassess at that point. So uh, Los Virginists just today said they're in the group that they're going to be closed for uh, two a minimum of two weeks. Yep. Same for Moore Park Unified, Simi Valley Unified. Um, Oak Park is just doing oh, yeah. the one week for now. Okay, um, that's the other option. That, again, that may have changed by the time this comes out. My first question, in researching that, is: Is this like a snow day in like Wyoming or wherever? It's like okay, so nice. summer vacation gets pushed back a week because we took a week off. And Dr. Tony Knight, Oak Park's um, superintendent, told me, "No, that's not the case. We're paying the teachers. It is what it is." Yeah, and the they're not trying to keep kids in the classroom digitally. It's yeah. it's enrichment activities that are supposed to keep them at the same level they're at now so that they don't their their academic academia does not um what's the word i'm looking for turn to jello yes while, i think I get while they're it. not so around they, exactly so they, they don't class. get they don't get to summer vacation brain basically right but i think it's important to note that uh i mean i, I think the overall feel is that this is this is really all optional. Let's be honest. They're not going to be taking grades. It's not going to affect students. No, the enrichment activities, it's not, they're not getting graded on it. They don't yep. have to turn it in, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that they, the district is going to be encouraging parents to encourage their students to yes. do it. Yep. So. Um, so that's kind of across the board. So again, with, with the districts that are only announced one week closures, you got to assume it's going to be extended, but they're leaving themselves to the option to reassess come Friday. So yeah. that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, one note that we've been trying to get out there, the message that for students that rely on the, the meal programs, a lot of people don't think of schools as a place where people get fed, but um, through um, the federal program, they offer most of our schools offer breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And so I know at least in Canal Valley uh, Unified, they're going to, they've picked eight sites. They're going to be doing lunch only. They're going to be having vans come up Clearly Mark, Canal Valley, Unified really? Vans, and giving sack lunches. Okay. So it's not exactly the same as what you a student might get in a cafeteria, but it's going to be really close, um, and that's something they're trying to make happen uh, because people don't realize a lot of kids do rely on those meals. Yeah. So so that's, that's one big thing we're watching. Uh, the other big thing is activities, events. I yeah. mean, just devastated. I mean, the uh, the Acorn is, I mean, we're about half filled. I mean, uh, Ian, you're going to have to be writing a lot more. It just struck me. I mean, a lot of what we write about is upcoming events, <laughs> and they're now being canceled. So, you, you it's know, been that and way. they've been coasting for a it's while. It's been now. that way for like a month now, and only now you're like, oh, you know what? You're the guy. Like, yeah, I, I am the guy. <laughs> but uh, all, the, all kinds of events uh, we were just discussing before we started recording about, you know, now we're seeing events as far out as May. Yeah. May. I mean, that's that's a full two months from now, uh, shutting down. So as far as events through the end of March, I mean, clear your calendar. I mean, they yeah. uh, City of Thousand Oaks, the Civic Arts Plaza. Uh, well, it sounds like people's calendars have kind of been cleared for yeah, them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we are going to have a lot of time to fill. Um, so again, if anything you was on your calendar for the next two weeks, you can basically consider it canceled. Um, there's a big, in, in my family, um, my wife's cousin, she was going to get, her wedding was tomorrow. 
Oh, really? Right? So this is Friday. Yeah. She was supposed to have her wedding. Had to be canceled yeah. just yesterday. Yeah. I mean, devastating. So this is affecting, I mean, again, that seems small in terms of the, the health concerns. Right. But this is, I mean, the it's, impacts of these closures is huge. Well, that's the, that's, the, that's the biggest thing that's being pushed by health departments federally, state, locally, is social distancing. If you yeah. don't need to be in a big crowd of people, don't be in a big crowd of people. If you yeah. don't need to travel, don't travel. Yeah, it's it's within a week we went from, you know, when you when you would run into somebody right and you would they'd go put the hand out and you yeah. switch to the fist bump. They kind of there was like, "Oh, you're one of those." And now in a week's time, I think everyone's getting like, "Okay, you know, stay stay away from me, please." So, it's it's again, it's the, the pace with which this is changing is is really incredible. So, while we're talking closures, um, just a quick announcement on what we do know has been closed as of today, Friday, March 13th. Uh, in Calabasas, the Senior Center has been closed, the library is closed, the Tennis and Swim Center is closed, and the Creekside Clubhouse is closed. Uh, they said they're still doing the Farmer's Market tomorrow, the 14th, but uh, it's limited vendors. The city doesn't organize that. So, Interesting. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a thing. And then in Agora Hills... They have indefinitely canceled all upcoming programs at the rec and event center, uh, and the building is closed to the public. I haven't seen anything coming out of Westlake, but they are um, pushing like social distancing. Don't go out if you don't yeah. need to that kind yeah. of stuff. So over in Thousand Oaks, of course, uh, like I said, the Civic Arts Plaza, where all the uh, major music acts uh, play, they're going to be closed at least through the end of the month, as well as the Senior Center, both libraries, which is, which is kind of interesting um, that you think the library could get people far enough apart um, that you wouldn't need to do that, right? My, well, I think it's more of a, a contact transmission. Actually, I, I don't have a problem with the libraries being closed. My question is, are they going to sanitize books? Like, like I have a book from the library right yeah. now. Yeah, it's a good point. If I return it, is it going to be going through some kind of cleaning process before that's... I think, I think we have a story here. Yeah, yeah and that's a great point. Uh, but libraries closed. Uh, um, the community centers, uh, teen center also closed. Um, interestingly enough, uh, city halls, most of you heard, right, are remaining yep. open. Yep. And that, that's the same thing in Thousand Oaks. They, they consider it an essential facility. And they want people to come in to get permits to go to public. They're not courts. chaining the doors shut yet. No, not yet. I mean, again, that is subject to change. But most of the city halls are remaining open. Uh, and of course, my park district want to remind everybody that the parks yeah. they are still open. There's nothing to say you can't go out on a trail. Um, and maybe those will get a little bit busier now with again so much um, activities people were, had planned now being wiped away. Yeah. Situation is similar in Simi Valley, Moore Park and Camarillo, across the board, uh, libraries, community centers, any place where a large group of people gather, like a cultural arts center in Simi Valley, those are all being closed down for at least through the end of March and again reassessing in April. So uh, these are is affecting us across the board. We might want to give a call to our friend Chris Ennegren, see if he's uh, making any plans. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, so uh, let's get into some numbers of like cases and things like that. We so got. Th this is, you know, this has been the one of the trickiest parts about trying to cover this from our perspective is that, you know, we only have the numbers that county health provides us. Right. You know, the, the hospitals are not making those available to us. And I think we're, what we're going to see with both both counties is very few people tested. And so far, not a ton of confirmed cases when you look at the total population. So let me really quickly uh, say, as of uh, Friday afternoon in Ventura County, we had had 95 people tested. And that's in a county with a population of around 800,000 people. 95 people tested. Um, one confirmed positive case, two presumed positive cases. These are people that have 
tested positively in the county's lab and the results have been sent to the CDC for confirmation. So presumptively three confirmed cases, um, but all travel related. So people that um, County Health believes got it while they were traveling overseas. I've heard about someone who was in Italy. Uh, another one was on a cruise that went from San Francisco to Mexico, but none of that community spread that people are so fearful of. Um, so what that's the, that's the situation as of this minute in Ventura County. In Los Angeles County, it's a little different. Uh, I got an email earlier today that as of Friday afternoon, there are eight new cases, bringing the total number up to 40. Uh, of those, six of them are likely due to community transition transmission. Excuse me. Uh, two of the cases that were confirmed today have been hospitalized. Um, of those of those 40, three of the cases have unidentified sources of exposure. One of them had recently traveled to South Korea and four of them are pending more investigation. I don't have any numbers on how many people in the county have been tested, but mm -hmm. um, suffice to say... It's probably a small amount. It's yeah. probably a small amount. And if six of them are likely due to community transmission, I, yeah. that's... Yeah. Social distancing. That's all I'm saying. Don't exactly. go out if you don't need to go out. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I've, as we get more tests and more people get tested, I, I honestly generally fear the public's reaction when, you know, we've been getting these updates. You know, the county's doing a good job every other day um, updating the numbers. Yep. And, you know, the most we've seen increase is one, you know. So yep. if suddenly we find out, oh, gosh, now we've gone from three to, to six or ten, you know, that's when I fear people are going to, to see even more panic. But uh, it's hard to imagine from anyone who's been out to the grocery store lately thinking, hey, get worse than this that's that is something uh, i wanted to address yeah, um it's huge. speaking of social distancing the one place that that rule does not apply is grocery stores i went to trader joe's yesterday at 2 p.m well it still applies but no one seems to be well, that's, uh, biting by it right i went to trader joe's yesterday at 2 p.m you'd think it was like thanksgiving or like sunday afternoon it was it was busy hours the wow. can section was drained like empty shelves the the uh cleaning supply section was pretty much empty shelves interestingly lots of produce yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that as well. Yeah. A lot of the reports we got on initial were at Costco, of course, because yeah. you know, everyone shops at Costco, it seems like. You and guys ran that great photo of the of the Westlake Costco with the line out front. Yeah. I mean it's we know it's it's always busy, but with what's been happening, I mean it's just gone bananas. Um today I had uh, Jim Rule, our publisher, he gave me a little report. He went over there at lunchtime. And the line is basically you've you've been over there, it's basically backed up to that produce section, which again funnily This is at the Costco? At Costco and oh, Westlake. Wow. So all the way from the front of the store back to where produce is. I'm not a member, so I oh, haven't been. Oh, in. gee. Okay, so if you do go to the store, you know. I mean, it's an insanely long line at Costco, um, but the produce <laughs> seemed there was still a good stock of fruits yeah. and vegetables. So you know, when we've again, we're so we're so much at the outset of this. Presumably, you know, it is a little unsettling. Are we? Yeah. Are people being ir irrational? But someone on Twitter did say to me, "Well, this is let's look at it this way. A lot of people are getting prepared." They're, yeah. they're taking it seriously. But yeah. I mean, again, I think we'll continue to go back and forth. And the worst stuff we're hearing, and Christina Cox, who you guys, who, if you listen to the podcast regularly, uh, you know Christina is a reporter out of Moore Park, but she lives in Oak Park. And apparently she had ran into the Ralphs on Canaan Road, and she said people were just behaving terribly. Yeah. You know, that's the stuff we really don't want to see. The fights, the stealing things from people's carts, you know, yeah. the kind of stuff we see on, you know, Black Thursday, Black Friday. Um that's what we don't want to come to. That doesn't help anybody. No, that's, and I think it speaks to, well, we might be getting into messy, messy territory at this point, but like the signs of this coming have been there for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think we as a society, we're very cocky about our social services and our country's ability to react to stuff. And like, yeah, when, when we do need to pull together, we can galvanize and do amazing things, but, yep. um, this is a situation that uh, offers the opportunity to bring out the worst in us. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. right now it seems like maybe we 
could be leaning a bit more that way if if that's if it's yeah, really I mean, that I, I, I haven't seen stores. that yet. I haven't seen that yet. Um, but again, that's the first talk I've heard about that. And as people get more desperate, I mean, it yeah. is inevitable. But hopefully those that are listening can and heed the call that, man, this is the time we have to we need to be pulling together. Uh, try to be a little more patient when you're going out. Be understanding. Yeah. Eventually, these shelves are going to be restocked. Um, but we, we want to be a part of part of the but something that's helping part of the solution than part of the problem. And I think that brings me to something I want to talk about is just this is one of those weeks where the media, you know, an all encompassing term for every media out in the country yeah. is getting thrown around a lot. And yeah. I and I want to say, well, are we talking about the national media? Are we talking about the state? Are we talking about the acorn? I you know? no, I I've there's no shortage of of memes and graphics, whatever out there, like say, oh, the media is hyping it up as like a means of fear mongering, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I part of that media or are we just doing like community is this what we're doing right now working to spread fear or sharing information it's probably not a binary yes or no i think we depending on who's listening maybe we're doing a little bit of both i want to say there was a lot of uh, conversations had in the newsroom this week about what was the right amount of coverage yeah should it be on page one should it be on page 10 and what we should include in that coverage like oh the national outlets are all saying Social distancing, wash your hands, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't bother with that. We're focused purely on local stuff. Exactly. What's happening locally. Exactly. So it's all about with each story, you know, which facts can you, you know, should you mention that in, in every story? What's the fatality rate? Every, you know, so we, again, we wanted to focus it up being local, but we have to constantly remind people of this universal things that we're hearing about social yeah. distancing and about well, washing your hands. I mean, that, again, that in a way that there's no way to make that any more local. No. I mean, that but where we're distancing ourselves from the media is that, again, we are covering stuff locally. I wrote about doctor's offices running out of masks because people are buying them all yeah. and suppliers running out. Like yep. Christina did something about schools. Becca did something about senior communities preparing. This isn't fear-mongering. This isn't here's what's happening nationally. Here's how to prevent this yep. thing. Information about the disease. It's purely this is what local people, agencies, groups, businesses are doing in response to this yes, thing that's going on. Exactly. I would like to make a point. Um, something interesting that's come up. I was reading this, I can't remember what publication, but that Steven Soderbergh, two thousand this 2011 Steven Soderbergh movie, Contagion, yes. has been blowing up, I guess, uh, like wherever it's available online, people have been watching it. I mean, I've been meaning to go around and check local red boxes to see if it's available, but apparently in this situation, a lot of people are like, well, how bad could it get? And then they're watching that movie. I watched it on Wednesday. Don't do it. Didn't, didn't make you feel better? It, it Well, I mean, obviously it's a movie this, and, and COVID-19 is nothing like the disease that's portrayed in that movie. <laughs> but I watched it and then I woke up Thursday and it was raining and miserable. And then I went to Trader Joe's and it was really crowded. And I was like, oh, this is not like anytime it's raining, it just makes yeah. whatever's going on seem worse. We always have movies to turn to. And in this case, we really don't have anything in our lifetimes. And even in our parents' lifetimes to compare exactly what we're going through right now. It is, I hate to use, it's a badly overused word, unprecedented, but that's the only way to describe it. So, I mean, again, if, if Hollywood is some way to, unfortunately, that's probably not the uh, image we want to put out of what's going to happen. No, I have no, not seen the not. movie personally. It's, yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the extreme case of like people fighting in grocery stores and like looting okay, yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So hopefully that doesn't come to it here, but it will be, like I said, one thing that I'm going to be looking forward to going as we go forward is, and just the stories we are going to be telling, because yeah. a lot of the normal stuff we write about, 
it's it's been canceled. No, right? I mean, I was supposed to write about a development forum in Agora Hills, and I spoke to the um, I spoke to a city official who was like, "We called it off. It's on hold because yep. we don't want to be asking people to gather." Yeah, so we are going to have to get real creative about you know because I don't think I think you'd agree. I uh, and I know that uh, our publisher would that we don't want every story that's going to be in the Acorn to be about no COVID nineteen. That's not what we do. Exactly, we want to remind people that life is going on. You know, businesses are still operating. But yeah. you made a good point on Twitter. I think Don retweeted it about. This like this is even affecting the business of the Acorn. Like you guys are down to thirty two pages because advertisers aren't buying stuff, yeah, yeah. buying ads. With yes, us. and we can't. You know, we we certainly don't want anyone to pull their ads. But if you're coming to advertise an event, that's not going to happen. Of course, we understand that. Yeah. Um, but when we talk about small local business, of course, that includes the Acorn uh, and anything that affects local small business affects us because yeah. that's the core of our advertisement. So yeah, it, it, it is a you know, and, and really that came up over the issue of the paywall. Yeah, uh, and that's something we could probably talk, talk a whole episode about. But a lot of these larger outlets were being very proud to state that they've taken down their paywalls, and and I just think that from some smaller um, papers and sites, you know, those are what where we show our worth, and we want people to invest because that's that's how we're able to do what we do. So, uh, the other note I would like to make: one of the big points that's being made is like, think about how much time we already self quarantine. Like, how many how many episodes of a Netflix show do you binge in one sitting anyway? Like. Yeah. If it does come to the point of social quarantine where you can't go out except for, or you shouldn't or don't want to go out except for groceries, like, yeah, after like a week of it, it's going to, it's going to get kind of rough, but yeah. really we already do a good job of isolating ourselves. <laughs> As a nation, we've been preparing for this for years. Exactly. Washington Post, one of their writers did a whole piece about like eight days, because they've sent all their workers home to work yeah. from home. And he's doing a whole piece about like, yeah, I've got Netflix. I can get food delivered to my door and all this stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's the same loneliness of the social media world that we deal with already. Yeah, great point. But we're already set up to deal with it. Great so. point. Great point. So, yeah, I, I hope, uh, again, um, we want to provide some uh, sense of calm. I mean, we are still here at the office. Maybe we're fools. Maybe you've infected me as we speak. Uh, we don't know. No, I'm, I'm but, pretty confident. But I like to let people know, yeah, we're still here doing our jobs. Yeah. We we, uh, we think our role is as important as now as ever. Uh, and we a lot of things do have to kind of go on. And, and they will eventually. I mean, yeah. I think that's really what I've been preaching on social media is, you know, there's been some really drastic steps taken already. And as you mentioned, you know, there's further it could go. Um, yeah. And that's got people alone unsettled. But you've got to think about it like we're taking these drastic steps because we want to stop this thing in its tracks and we all get back to normal. You can right. get back to writing about development. I can get back to tweeting about the Thousand City Council and stuff. It's up to, you know, just the, 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 the stuff we got used to and that's going to come back. But for now, we're going to have to deal with some pretty, you know, some pretty bad pain. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. I think it's important to remember this is something we're all dealing with together. Yeah. Um, no one of us has it. <laughs> Yes, people might be worse off than others. Of course. But what I'm trying to say is this is something, this is an experience we will all have had collectively. Yeah. And that's something important to remember. Nobody 10 years from now is going to be like, oh, well, you weren't there for the corona. We were all there. <laughs> yeah. We're all going through it together. Be kind. Yeah. Remember that everybody's scared. And just check, check. I can't emphasize it enough. Check your sources of information. If you're seeing something online, go to a trusted news source and and track it down. Go to yep. the CDC, track it down. Yep. Don't hit don't. that share button just <laughs> Yeah. or that retweet that is, button. That yeah. is the most yeah. fear spreads much more much more quickly than the virus does. Yeah. And just 
check where you're getting your information. Yeah. So, well, that's a great point to end on. Uh, hopefully, we've covered some of this uh, important information. Uh, we'll again, we are staying up to the minute on this. I, I'm sure we'll get some time off this weekend, but just know that your Acorn news source is, you know, tracking all these closures, all these cancellations. So check your local websites, whether it's Moore Park, Simi, Thousand Oaks, uh, Agora, uh, which we are updating the sites as much as we can. And I'm sure come Thursday, we'll have a ton more information to share. So yeah. check your papers. Um, Question. Please. Are you doing anything to prepare for like if you can't go out of the house or if we if we can't come into the office, anything like that? Yeah, we've we've started to kind of go through a list of, you know, who could who would go home first, essentially. Don't yep. worry, you're on it. You're on it. Uh, I mean, I think of re- reporters, writers. Oh, no, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I me meant, personally? Yeah, like, are you, is, you, is your home? Like, you am I stocking anything? up with goods? Yeah. Why are you putting me on the spot? Are just, you? Uh, yeah, I got a little extra food. But that's always, that's... Like I, my mom gave us an emergency like go bag yeah. a, a few years ago for Christmas. Yeah. Like it's got MREs and a flashlight and stuff like that. I yeah. just kind of rounded that out with some food. That's and, so and funny. Water. Uh, I mean, I have enough toilet paper to last me. <laughs> <laughs> that that is one thing I don't like. Why were you, were you I get about? why your people are buying it up, but yeah. it's like it's so interesting to me that that is one of the first things to disappear. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie in the show. I haven't lied to date. I mean, I'm not going overboard. I mean, uh, not yet. I mean, once I've no, seen, nor should you. Yeah, once I've seen what's going on at the stores, I, I guess I'm ways, trying to wait some of this out. I mean, I obviously, I have enough food to make it through the next few days. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have no major drastic changes. I yeah. just found out my my 16 year old has got the next two weeks off from school, so there's that uh, facing me down. You know, you don't have kids too quick. Ian. I'm don't, not gonna have kids <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot of work, and I only have one. And to think about parents that are with four or five kids all coming home. I mean, it's, yeah, especially when both parents work. Yep. Um, I actually, I interviewed a Las Virgins parent who, um, that was the case. It's like, we've got one in middle school and one in high school. We trust them. They can be home alone. Um, yeah. but I think that's not uh, the case for a lot no, of people. No, that's definitely yeah. not the case for a lot of people. Um, just keep your head. Like I said, if I, when I went to Trader Joe's yesterday, it could have been very easy to be like, Oh no, like I need to buy everything I can get my hands on right now just because you <laughs> see other people doing it. But just don't give into that. Don't get, just use your head. Don't. Don't lose your mind, please. Well, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. I don't Uh, want to report on any fights at Ralph's. I I never want to see that, Ian. Um, Okay, again, (laughs) thank you for tuning in. Uh, This has been Kyle Jory, editor of the Thousand Oaks Acorn. You know where to find me on Twitter, at Kyle B. Jory, J-O-R-R-E-Y. This is Ian Bradley. I'm a reporter for the Acorn Newspapers. You can find me online at Ian underscore reports. That's I-A-N. Um, All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks.